is Friday, January 25th, 2013, and this is Radio Wave. everyone, and thank you for joining us on tonight's broadcast of Radio Wave. Our host is a friend of Medjugorje, and uh, today, January 25th, is the first uh, 25th of the year 2013. It's also the first monthly message since last month's message where Our Lady did not give any words, but rather Jesus spoke instead. So uh, our friend of Medjugorje is going to be sharing with us this uh, message that Our Lady is giving us today. After this month has passed, meditating on the words that Jesus gave to us last month. And so as we begin this broadcast, we ask you to open your hearts in prayer as we turn Radio Wave over to our host, a friend of Medjugorje. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mary, your name is wonderful to us. You've told us that if we understood your coming, we would pray unceasingly. We thank you for doing so. And through you, we wish to thank your son. Amen. Well, what will we do in the future when we don't have these monthly messages anymore? It's a wonderful thing to be in a habit of something that has something refreshing for us to come to each month, something to look forward to. What did Mary say this month? What is she looking for? What kind of report card did she give us? Because often she she's critiques us. As she said, when I see your hearts, I'm seized with pain. Or when she's told us in the past, there's enough hearts who basically are following my messages that I can feel a triumph in those hearts. If Yako said that Our Lady knows what's going on even in his little toe during the apparition, it's a wonderful thing for us to live and be alive in this moment of history of the church in which she said a new springtime for the church is coming and that should be taken into context that birth comes through often the blood of the martyrs. Tribulation, difficulties, purification doesn't come without something that's very difficult, whatever that might be. But to tell us the springtime's coming and to be a part of that. Where were you today, January 25th, 
at 1040 Central Time. Adjust it to wherever you are in the world. If you're in Australia, that would probably be in the evening the day before or the day after. If you're in Medjugorje, seven hours ahead. 640 or 540 at this time of the year. But what were you doing? Yakking? Sinning? On your knees or praying? Can you imagine? Those who follow a lady often would be shamed by what they do at that moment of the apparition. When this time's over and they have the full realization of what just passed through us, just like a whisper. But with the release of the secrets, we'll have an atomic bomb effect on our hearts, our thinking. What was I thinking during those days? Why, did not, why was I not on my knees? Why was I not preparing before the apparition? Our Lady says of Holy Mass, if you understood the grace you received, you'd prepare at least an hour before Mass. If Our Lady says you would pray unceasingly for the gift of my coming, if you understood that, comprehended it, how much time should we spend in anticipation of our coming to the earth? You get something every single day when she comes. She gives a blessing to the whole world. But she doesn't need to bless the planet. She doesn't need to bless the trees and the birds of the air. The oceans. All those things are subject without will to God's will. We are independent of His will. We have free will. We have to join ours to His by choice. So the blessing of nature of her, she being Mother Nature herself, because she's queen of all creation, blessing the world is blessing the hearts of the world. And did you receive that receptively, respectfully, longing for it on your knees today? The sacred moment of the day when the mother comes to bless every individual upon the earth. It has an effect because where there's a cause, there's an effect. The cause is her blessing. The effect will be what will come from that. A giant up, giant up of the middle ground. No more gray zones. So we have to see and listen and anticipate and long for and yearn for these words once a month, 12 times a year, clear as crystal, as the Bible says, in the last of Revelations, read about the 25th message. Medicine for all the nations. What were you doing? Our Lady of Medjugorje's January 25th, 2013 monthly message for the world. Dear children, also today I call you to prayer. May your prayer be as strong as a living stone until with your lives you become witnesses. Witness the beauty of your faith. I am with you and intercede before my Son for each of you. Thank you for having responded to my call. 
So we anticipate, and we know our lady's going to say, Dear children, only once did she not say that, which shocked Maria. The priest even asked her repeatedly, Are you sure you didn't miss that? She said, No. Of course, our lady did something with this message at that time. Back, I think it was in the 90s. And she simply gave a 25th message that said, Pray, pray, pray. Why does she not say, Dear children? To get our attention because we wasn't pray, pray, praying. So we got this normalization of the message of her intro was going to be, Dear children. And then after that's today. And often she says, Dear children, today also, I call you. Today she said, Dear children, also today. What are we, what are we to make of these things? Our lady's not coming as an absent mother. That she goes to the store somewhere off. And you won't see her again for a while. Her presence is continually upon the earth in this moment. She's been given a new power to act upon the earth at all times. And so if your mother goes into another room and she's speaking to you, she walks back in the room she says, Oh yeah, also... Because all he doesn't waste words. There's no need to put also in this message. Absolutely valueless. Unless it does mean something. It has some value. Dear children also, she's continually letting us know, or she's continually by saying also, that she's just continuing her conversation from last month or the second of the month. They're thread together. There's no interruption. Dear children, don't say, okay, by the way, dear children, also today. This is a statement of continuity on these messages. It's not to be isolated once a month. I bet Our Lady has already told us, read my messages every day. There's an ongoing dialogue to us upon the earth to act continually. Just like she said, pray unceasingly. Dear children, also today I call you to prayer. How many times have we heard that? Well, she's always got something new to show us, some kind of new insight. May your prayer be as strong as a living stone. Incredible words. What does that mean? I was up in the mountains the other day. I got right on top of the, one of the peaks up there. And knit down, there's nothing but rock up there. And just knelt down and prayed. And you could hear noise in the distance. But up close, you heard silence. It's kind of a strange, eerie feeling because you heard silence. You could hear it. Way down in the valley, you could hear things going on or, or something way down a road a couple miles away. You could hear something going down the road. But on that peak... That tip top on the mountain, you can understand why Jesus would go there often. Because silence is golden. And those stones up there speak to you. They're obedient to God's will. They do perfectly. They laid there by Him. There's no sin in them. The dirtiest thing up there was me. And when we understand that, we meditate, we allow the quietness of God to penetrate our hearts. Then we become strong. Strong as those stones. Not calloused. 
not hard, but unmovable. So one thing that's beautiful that he says with this is, until your lives, strongest living stone, until with your lives you become witnesses. What is that supposed to mean? If you're immovable with the messages, you're immovable with what I ask you to do. Once you learn it and you got on that way and you don't go backwards, you don't recede, you don't retreat. You're solid. You're principled. You're faulted. You're sin, yeah. But if you don't abandon the way, you're going to fall along the way. But if you don't abandon the way or long for the world like Lot's wife did who turned to salt, not stone, a pillar of salt, a pillar of stone she was not, Lot was. He was firmly in his resolve, marching out of Sodom. Lot's wife looked back and longed. Oh, look what I'm leaving behind. My neighbors, my friends. She wasn't living stone. She wasn't a witness to the solidness of what our lady's calling us to do as far as you be a carrier of peace. You witness my messages. Carry my messages to the whole world. Be missionaries of my messages. See who needs your material and spiritual help. And on and on. As you go up each step of that stone staircase to reach that level of prayer, deep prayer, you'll do what she says after that. Witness the beauty of your faith because deep prayer, solid prayer, learning to change your life, your direction, and staying there, not going backwards, not get rid of the TV three years ago and say, well, I let it come back in. But because she said renounce it, that you renounced it for good. And by doing so, you begin to witness the beauty of your faith. People will come to you because of that. They want to know how you did it, what you do, why do you live that way? You'll pass that witness on. And people will be attracted to that. People will come for your counseling. People will come for everything. That's how this place grew up here. We didn't plan to do that. Those things are annoyances, actually. Witness the beauty of your faith. I am with you. Beautiful words. That was the last words when Maria was here last July when a lady had a private apparition her last closed apparition, she said, just only for the community, I am with you. That was the word she left with us. Four words. But filled to the level of a treasure chest filled with gold. I love that. I love that she told us that. Especially when we're under attack. Especially when we're praised for what we do. Especially when we're grueling it out during the middle of the night. We got the confidence, no matter what the state, up, down, in the middle, wherever, that our lady says, I am with you. And she called the community into being in that apparition for this. Out of those five or six days, she only gave two messages. And the field in this one. I 
am with you and I intercede before my son for each of you. My wife and I on our honeymoon were coming out of the Smokies. And you see stones everywhere up there. And you think about so much can be said about stones. I remember reading about the Dead Sea that they found this square, small obelisk, five or six, seven, eight feet high, marked on one side of the, de the, the Red Sea, and then on the other side, another mark, on the Arabian side. And, it, and it's referenced from, I think it was Solomon who erected it. And it was showing where they parted, the, the sea parted at this point, where they went across with the Israelites. Stone last. It's immobile. And so as we was coming out of Smokies, my wife says she wanted to stop and get a little rock. A little flat stone, something you skip across the water. It wasn't hardly over an inch. It's hard to stop on the causeway when you come out of there, but I managed to get over, go across the two lanes, go down into the creek and get that and bring that back. We still got this little stone 38 years plus ago. These things mean something. Stones fill our life. As our lady who said, as you've heard many times of talk about, God wants to speak to you through men, through nature, in various other ways. We should contemplate this message today. Strong as living stones. That little stone to me is alive. It means something. It showed the end of our honeymoon and what we would continue in our life and what would be, what would be begotten out of that. We could have never imagined at that point that the mother of God would be coming into our home and enter into our life. But she did. And she did that because we were in deep prayer preceding that. And things led up to that. Maybe you can say we were at the right place at the right time in the history of the apparitions. But we long for our nation's healing way back preceding 1988 when Our Lady came here. So what do stones mean to you? And how should you look at nature and its stone, its, its steadfastness, the solidness of it, and what you should be with these things? Barely old enough Calling love, showing off, skipping rocks across the water. Stones, I handed one to you. You put it in your pocket, said you loved it, said you'd keep it forever. Along this winding road we're on With each turn we take From the cradle to the grave Our lives are paved with stones 
tiny velvet box One perfect little rock A little thing Just a ring But it says marinade Stones We'll build ourselves a home Where love's a cornerstone We'll have children They'll have children Till they roll off on their own like stones One by one they mark our passage Along this winding road we're on With each turn we take From the cradle to the grave our lives are paved with birthstones, stepping stones, skipping rocks and dodging lots of sticks and stones. And I've been on both sides of the Years are like the wind They're here and gone And then they'll blow away Our every trace All except our names Engraved in stones One by one They mark our passage Along this winding road From the cradle to the grave, our lives are paved with stones. Gandhi said, I agree with Christ, but I never met a Christian who made me want to be one. For many, you may be the only Bible someone may see. Jesus' last words before ascending were, Go and be a witness to the ends of the earth. Many are turned away by we who are supposed to live light and silence, rather than going around just talking faith. The stars at night speak loud and clear, yet remain silent. Our homes and surroundings should do the same. That is the purpose of The Resting Place. From Birmingham, take 280 East. Turn left onto Shelby County Road 43. Six and one-half miles to The Resting Place at Caritas of Birmingham. A Christian store unlike any other. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. I wanted to read a Bible passage to you and in light of today's message and just in light of 
Medjugorje comment on what you what speaks to you in this in this passage. Beloved, come to him a living stone, rejected by human beings, but chosen and precious in the sight of God, and like living stones, let yourselves be built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For it says in Scripture, Behold, I am laying a stone in Zion, a cornerstone, chosen and precious, and whoever believes in it shall not be put to shame. Therefore, its value is for you who have faith, but for those without faith, the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone, and a stone that will make people stumble, and a rock that will make them fall. They stumble by disobeying the word, as is their destiny. You are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people of his own, so that you may announce the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Nothing Our Lady does is without a scriptural basis. And of course, Maria has said that today's messages are simply to help modern man understand the scriptures. Out of the thousands of years man has lived, he's never lived the way he's lived in the last years, just since the 70s, much less the technology before that. But still, up to the 70s, our, our preoccupation of our heart and our mind wasn't so electronically fed where we're occupied on everything we do. We still had a lot of labor work. A lot of the jobs still offered the, the possibility for contemplation about God. There's no room for contemplation about God throughout the day. If we're praying unceasingly and yet your job consists of working on computers all day, how do you do that? You can't do that. And of course, our lady said, you create a whole new world without God. So your daily walk is without God. So when our lady says living stones, our lady is speaking about the scripture verse, you can, you can bet that there's many places in the Bible that there's living stones and what that means and what it should be. And so for us, we can have the scripture verse based in our lady's call for being living stones to be a cornerstone. We have our lady, our, our Jesus telling Peter, Petra, you'll be, you'll be Petra, you'll be Peter, which means rock. And upon this rock, I will build my church. And our lady comes in this modern time to tell us to be her people, let him out of, lead us out of darkness into the light. And through that light, what happens to us? We become stronger in our prayer. We become those living stones. Stones that can witness the beauty of your faith. And it's all because she's with us and she intercedes before her son for this. Just like Jesus told Peter. Peter could never have imagined if Jesus himself showed a vision of St. Peter's and this, is, this church is going to be built over your burial site. He probably would have died right there. He flipped out. You don't, have, you don't have the human capacity to understand that. No more than we have the human capacity to comprehend 
what our lady said January 25th, 1987. You cannot comprehend the greatness of your role. Don't think you're not called. Our Lady repeatedly says, thank you for having responded to my call. She's calling everyone upon the earth. It's not a matter, are you called or are you not called? It's a matter, you're rejecting the call. This is what it comes down to. Everyone's called. And to the higher degree you can work with Our Lady, is to a higher degree you're answering the call. That's an important point to understand and comprehend. And so many things can be said what Joan just read on this Bible verse about our witness. She's come to gather people up, rise them up to show us this new way, a new way in a, a new time that really just parallels the old way. I often cringe when I hear people say, oh, they just come and saying the same old thing. She's just repeating the gospel. This is nauseating. The Martha Pulpus just repeating the gospel and things changing. She's saying things in a new way in private revelations about old revelations to bring them new life. But we don't need them, you say, because you inserters quote the church, the truth of the church that says apparitions are not necessary for, for salvation. We're only going to say they're worthy of belief when they approve it. That's a cop-out. God sent us something to the earth with a, in, in a way, and in packaged in a message through the Virgin Mary because Benedict himself said, as Ratzinger, that we cannot confine ourselves to the sterile repetition of the scriptures. Can you believe that? And he goes on and relays, they, they are invigorated through private revelations. So don't give me this garbage as you throw out the discount Medjugorje. I kick the dust off my feet from you who think that in disgust and disdain. Is that being mean? Jesus was indignant when he heard these demons come with this kind of thing, even with his own people. Be stone. Be strong. Don't be weak. We just had somebody write to us this week because of Obama. That we speak strong about what's happening in our nation following the messages. And this person, a Medjugorje person, say we're hijacking the messages. And that Obama, he voted for, was the only Christian choice. What are you talking about? Shake the dust from your feet. Don't listen to us. We don't want anybody that's so in a post... in, in a contradiction of the message an apostate of Our Lady who denies Our Lady there's nothing there's not the tra least trace of vestiges of Christianity in the, in the order of what's happening in our government right now and so we have to be strong Our Lady wants us to be immovable she wants us to be solid don't be afraid to speak up because you won't be liked or you'll be persecuted or somebody's going to not like you, or, or they're going to... We don't mind that. 
Will you also leave us? Because you're for somebody who wants to redefine marriage above God. He's superior to God. That he wants to be so pro-abortion that no president, all of them together, including Clinton, didn't even come close to what our present president is doing. And you voted for him? Where are you? In darkness? In blackness? You failed to see what our lady's coming for. And how sad. But I'm not going to move. I'm not going to be scratched by that. How many people will fall and not get back up and not be at the paradise, the gates of paradise? How many people will walk toward that? As this person wrote to us, justifying their way, believing that they're right in sin, and not make it. And yes, it's okay if you have one more chance, one more time when you get to heaven and you say, or when you get at your deathbed and you want to just take that one more night that you have to repent and change. And that's what all he's calling us to. If you pray, you'll witness that. You'll be contrite. You'll realize I've sinned. Just give me one more time. Let me sing one more song. Let me be touched by our lady one more time to change my heart. Are ladies willing to do this every day? Are you willing to let her do that? And so we're losing this ability, and we have people reneging and going backwards in their walk in Medjugorje on ground that they had already conquered and gained because of sin. And you can become hardened, and it can become difficult for you to get back up as a result of falling so many times. And the ability to rise becomes harder than every time because you, you, you get yourself damaged by sin. So one day there won't be another chance. There won't be one more time. But a lady's given that to us, and she's our one more time. What will I say? Looking back upon this life Standing there at the pearly gates To a golden street paradise Feeling humble No room up there for pride What will I say? Well, I know that I've Messed up more than a time or two I've done it well and I've got the scars to prove When I show up alone at heaven's door Will I be proud of what I've done? Or will I be begging for one more time? One more chance One more trip around the sun Another song, another night, just one more time 
just wanna make sure that I did it all right. I just wanna make sure I loved and cared and gave with all my might. Cause there'll be a moment, yeah, there always is. When I won't get another day like this. One more time. Trip around the sun One more dance Another day To get it right Yeah, one more kiss One more touch Another song Another night Just one more Trip around the sun One more dance Another day To get it right Yeah, one more kiss One more touch Another song Another night Yeah, one more kiss One more touch Another song Another night Just one more time Just one more time One more time Let me go one more Es worthy of reflection that if our lady said tomorrow is my last apparitions of these magical apparitions for the world, that we'd be a basket case. I know I would be. And so we think we're always going to have that other chance. Sometimes people have sinned and their life snuffed out. They found themselves in front of Jesus. And Sister Faustina says one of the most tragic parts and punishments of hell is knowing that you will never, ever, ever leave it. After she's, after she's described immense pain, unimaginable pain, things that you'll be punished for, 
how you sinned and what through you sinned for the rest of all eternity. Unceasingly. The absence of God. The demons and the torture. Ivanka was told, tomorrow will be your last apparition. It was over. Except for our annual one. Yakov's going along with his happy life. And he appears and says, tomorrow will be your last apparition. What did it feel like? But once more, what will it feel like if you don't change your life and you continue to stay in sin? And you do what Yakov said, going to hell is the ultimate waste because no one has to go. It'd do good to read Sister Faustina's diary, her version of what hell's like. It'd do good to read some of the things we have about these things. One, Fallen Field Angel. Fallen Field Angel describes this and talks about hell. It's a motivator, whatever your sin may be. One thing right now we have is one more time. The solution for the United States is found in They Fired the First Shot 2012, the newest book by a friend of Medjugorje. They Fired the First Shot 2012 shows how Obama has strategized to handle the U.S. bishops, how Christians don't know their rights, what will happen if we don't change the path we are on, why people who would never speak of revolution are doing so now, and it's not with a sword and bow. They fired the first shot 2012, a non-fiction by a friend of Medjugorje, available from Amazon.com, Medj.com spelled M-E-J.com, or by calling Caritas in the U.S. 205-672-2000, 205-672-2000. They fired the first shot 2012. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. Our Lady says, May your prayer be as strong as a living stone until with your lives you become witnesses. Witness the beauty of your faith. If you begin to witness your faith because you've been living your faith, because you've been praying to become that stone, people are attracted to that. They'll turn to you seeing what's happening with your life. But what's required in when our lady says to pray, that we just pray for things, that we're always praying for intentions, repeatedly asking God, give me this or do this, or can you save this or help me with this situation? On May 2nd, 2010, our lady said something incredible. She says, today through me, the good Father calls you to, with your soul filled with love, set out on a spiritual visitation. Do your children be filled with grace. Sincerely repent for your sins and yearn for the good. Yearn also in the name of those who have not come to know the perfection of the good. You'll be more pleasing to God. If you're more pleasing to God, it's your witness. So if you want to have a spiritual visitation of Our Lady or of God or some kind of communication, how do you do it? You approach prayer filled with love. 
See, we often go to prayer saying, give me this, give me that, this, this is where can you do this, can you help? Those are, those are the potatoes on the plate. That's a side item. The beans, that's a side item. The steak or the main entree, the feature of food that your prayer should be is not those intentions of stream beans and potatoes or whatever those things may be, no matter how grave they are, how hard the situation is, whatever it may be, even with your spouse or your children or your work or your financial situation, that's all side items. Your first prayer when you enter prayer is with a soul filled with love. If you come to Jesus, if you come to Our Lady without your soul being filled with love, you're not going to get your prayers answered. You're going to continue, even for years, praying and have nothing. All you have to do is approach Our Lady and tell her you love her and meditate on that love. Increase your love for her as you pray. Contemplate that love. Contemplate that love of Jesus. Unite that in love and how much you love them. And just bathing in that love that they have, that you want to reciprocate. Falling in contemplation with them and union with their hearts. You can do that for 10 minutes. Then say, oh, by the way, I've got this problem. Take care of it, please. What do you do when somebody you really love? Somebody has loved you so much that you'll do anything for them. You're going to do whatever they want. We reverse things. Well, oh, by the way, we love you, Jesus. Instead of spending the 10 minutes in love with Him, in love with Our Lady, yearn for good. The good Father calls you to with your souls filled with love. And so I already said that today. May your prayer be as strong as a, strong as a living stone. When you have that, you're solid. And you can make one simple request, and boom, it happens. Because of the love you bring in prayer, you say, well, I struggle. You're going to struggle if you're disobedient. You're going to struggle if you're in sin. But you know what? You're going to struggle because of obedience. And you're going to struggle because of not sinning. Because Satan will make misery for you. You'll be persecuted. You'll be hated. And when you're disobedient, it's then you're going to struggle because of that. It's going to be difficult. Life is a struggle. No matter if you're a saint or you're a sinner. No matter if you're headed toward hell or you're headed toward heaven. Life struggles are there always. What's the difference in the two struggles? From disobedience to obedience. One's no peace, one's full of peace. One's no love, is full of hatred, the other's full of love, of, of love. And it's going to be pretty much equal. It's going to be both difficult. But one's miserable, one's consoling. One's burning dry, the other's full of salve. The consolation of those graces that bathe you. The key to your prayer, when Allah says, may your, or rather, also today, I call you to prayer. The key to that prayer is approach prayer with deep, profound love. Increase your love. That's what your homework is for this next month. Be thinking about and contemplate and, and focus just on loving 
Our Lady, the Good Father, Jesus. And it just ended. Oh, by the way, you know I've got this problem. I pray for that. I submit that to you. Got to pay the bill. Jesus to take care of it. And if it's not and you're causing struggle or it's a difficulty across he's given to you, if you're focused on the love and you're in that position and you're enjoying his love and you're raptured in that love, the problem doesn't become that big a deal and you can have joy. Even in the midst of some difficulties, great difficulties. And they fired the first shot. I realized during the show that there was a passage in there. I just looked it up during the break just a second ago. And Joshua was talking about to the Israelites to turn away from the gods. He says in Joshua 24, 23, Now therefore put away the strange gods that are among you and turn your hearts to the Lord and the God of Israel. They had said, we're going to do that. We will do that. But Joshua himself knew that this was going to be difficult for them because they themselves had been struggling with their sins. They had gone back into worshiping idols. They were back and forth. And he told them, actually, you may not be able to serve the Lord for he is holy God and he's jealous. And he won't forgive your transgressions or your sins if after the good he's done for you, you forsake the Lord for strange gods. He will do evil to you and destroy you. They all responded, Oh, no, we will serve the Lord. So then Joshua says, So be it. And he says, Joshua made a covenant with the people that day and made statutes and ordinances for them at Shechem which he recorded in the book of the law of God. Then he took a large stone and set it up there under the oak tree that was in the sanctuary of the Lord. And Joshua said to all the people, This stone shall be our witness. For it has heard all the words which the Lord spoke to us. It shall be a witness against you should you wish to deny your God. Sometimes that's why people persecute us here. Prayer life makes us stones. And we testify against those things. We testify against our president. Some people don't like that. Sin is sin. But when you deny sin, you don't wish to be contrite. And you're trying to make it not sin and it's okay to be this way and pass laws to support sinful things. And then you testify the stones out there across this nation against him. We're in the wrong. We're in the right. Even if we're killed for it. Even if we're martyred for it. Be solid. Don't back down. The very stones just like on the mountain yesterday. Heard my words in prayer. An incredible, beautiful, serene moment of solitude of what I was doing and consecrating. And so you want a spiritual visitation? You have to yearn for that with a soul filled with love. 
filled with graces. Sincerely repent for your sins and yearn for the good. Yearn also in the name, because you can do this for others, yearn also in the name of those who have not come to know the perfection of the good. Who is Our Lady? She's near. She's peace. She shatters all your fears. She knows all our heart's desire. She came today with words to tell you what you need to know that things about yourself that you don't even know or about Satan and his plans or something else, 125th, that comes by. All we have to do is just gently be with her, love her, lay our, our heads upon her chest. She can change everything just as quickly as the tide and make it right. But Satan can too. Who do you want to be with? Oh, gently lay your head upon my chest And I will comfort you like a mother while you rest And the tide can change so fast but I will stay The same through past The same in future Same today I am constant I am near I am peace That shatters all your secret fears I am holy Your heart's desires Your heart's desires Oh, weary, tired, and worn Let out your sighs And drop that heavy load you hold Cause mine is light and I know you through and through There's no need to hide I want to show you love that is deep and high and wide Cause I am constant and I am near I am peace that shatters all your secret Your heart's desire 
lay your head upon my chest, and I will comfort you like a mother while you And we certainly have the consolation of Our Lady's Word today to speak to us about our life and about the things that we're in need of changing in our life to live a happier life. Uh, those of you uh, throughout the world that have been nourished by the writings of a friend of Medjugorje over the past many, many years, you understand this witness, you understand and you know this living witness that you are becoming a part of that in a stone wherever it is that you might live in the world. Uh, for those of you that have uh, seen on Medjugorje.com, of course, the next How To Communities Conference is uh, this coming April 18th through the 20th. This is a very special gathering of people who are who are striving to live the same witness uh, that you're trying to live and that Our Lady has shown a friend of Medjugorje throughout all these years and has revealed and they fired the first shot. So there's information about that on Medjugorje.com. Also, a very important announcement coming up at the beginning of beginning part of next week. A friend of Medjugorje has a very important announcement. And uh, so you want to stay close to uh, Medjugorje.com for that. And uh, we ask also, too, at this time, for your prayers, for your support. We're in need of your financial support to continue all of the work Our Lady has for us, throughout, especially in this year, with all of its uncertainties. We ask for your support that you please contact us at Caritas, 205-672-2000. Again, 205-672-2000. And uh, please give us that support uh, that we're in great need of. We see Our Lady and her name and how endearing it must be throughout the ages of all the people who walked the face of the earth who had the privilege of knowing her because many people pass through this life, even Christians, and not just Protestants, but Catholics who really never were able to have that earthly relationship with her. And so Mary, just saying the name, is a beautiful name. A man's in a gray zone right now. He's in the middle. Christian in name, but in behavior, pagan. And yet, strangely enough, our lady comes dressed in gray, signifying... She has a lot of work to do to bring us to gold as she dresses on her anniversaries, feast days rather, signifying to us to, of course, leave the gray zone, the greatness behind. In 1981, Jesus could not let the world stay as it was another day longer. Time was up. That's why she says, this is my time. Jesus has sent her to the world to clean up the mess. A mess that we can see is in the hearts of man that now is spilt out throughout the whole world. And if the world is obedient, the rocks are obedient, the mountains or sea is obedient. Its rebellion against man is due to him, not nature. And what spills out of the heart or rather his heart. But also she comes dressed in gold because she's, or rather dressed in gray because she is wanting to signify something else, that she's a servant. She works hard. She's covered with ashes. She's covered with stains. 
And this woman who had to stay behind when her son left this life is again upon the earth because Jesus cannot long any longer allow us to betray him another day longer. A lady comes with a special purpose. And it's up to you to discover that and come in union with it. Bye. 
Tonight, go down on your knees and do a heart check and ask yourself, is Our Lady's fingerprint on your heart? Honor her words. Love her. Love her. Love her with all your heart. We love you. We wish you, Our Lady, good night.